Thanks for tuning in to the No Mercy TV podcast. All donations are greatly appreciated. Whatever you can spare, whether it's $1, $2, whatever you can to help this platform get to a better place. Thanks for tuning in. Yo, what's good, y'all? No Mercy. Trap New York shit, nomercytv.com. Before we get into this podcast, one thing we want to just put like a a disclaimer, so to speak. Uh, when it comes to this Forex trading, let us tell y'all off rip. It's at your own risk. You understand? Like, we want to just make that clear before we get into, you know, talking about it and everything. Because we don't want y'all to be going into it thinking that you're just going to take whatever money you got. And it's just going to flip. Like, you're going to take the last of your life savings, the last of your kids' college tuition, put it into this and expect, like, just overnight you're going to flip your money on a week or two weeks. You're going to go from a thousand to a million dollars. Like, no, you feel me? Like, it's not that easy. Um, it's something that you really have to lock in and study for. And overall, if you done been to Vegas, then you know what a gamble is. And that's exactly what this is. So, you know, um, we really just want to set that straight for everybody that's going to be tuned into this podcast and really be um, looking to get into Forex like don't set your expectations too high to where you think it's just going to be all sweet and dandy and just straight up just a money flip there are going to be losses there are going to be losses there might be big losses you know so just do it at your own risk and you already know what time it is man like it's it's a gamble it's a gamble at the end of the day so this is just a disclaimer to let y'all know before y'all get into it that despite you doing the courses and doing the classes and everything i mean you could become good at it to where you know your knowledge will carry you but at the end of the day it's still a gamble it's still a gamble you know so there's going to be wins there's going to be losses so make sure when y'all looking forward to you know if y'all looking forward to get into it make sure y'all understand that both are going to come throughout this journey so you know um that's what i wanted to say just a little disclaimer and um let's get into this podcast man shout out my bro lawrence we in here man no mercy trap new york shit Spotify and all other streaming platforms. Check out the No Mercy TV podcast. Yo, what's good, y'all? No Mercy, Trap New York shit, nomercytv.com. No Mercy TV podcast is officially back. Um, I know I took a long break, you know, with this pandemic going on. I couldn't even, you know, book my studio and everything like that. And um, I wanted to keep the, you know, professional aspect of it. And I didn't want to just, you know, be doing the podcast anywhere. So, you know, now that the studio back open, we back up and running. And we have our very first special guest back. Somebody who I met through Battle Rap, but I do consider a good friend. You know, um, we've built a great rapport over the years, you know, um, through him helping with certain moves behind the scenes. Um, us building on, you know, a lot of the different things that go on in Battle Rap. We have Lawrence from RBE. Yo, what's good, everybody? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, No Mercy's a good dude. I mean, we've been, we Man. go way back. You know what I mean? We feel like a brother, honestly. So, let's get it. That. Wherever yeah. it is, entertainment. Shout out to RBE. Um, y'all did just have the makeup battles for Mask On 2 today. Yes. Um, let's talk about that. How how was um the event? I know you had the old Red and A Ward and the head ice in the Rosenberg Um, Salute to all, uh, both that. I mean, salute to old Red and A Ward. And then, 
Head Ice and uh, Rosemary Rock. They, I think they both delivered. I mean, both battles were very good. Uh, I came for wait for it to come out, you know, and then y'all can see for yourselves. Um, but it's definitely exciting. Okay, okay. Um, let me start from the very beginning, and you know, I want to just you know get your history prior to battle rap. So originally, where are you from? I'm from Houston, Texas. Okay, okay, Houston, Texas, a place I haven't been yet. How 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 is it down there? As far as like, how was it back in the day when the whole DVD and mixtape era was going on, like with the smack and you know that right. kind of. Um, battle rap was in Houston, but it wasn't too crazy yet and then it, all of a sudden it just took off especially with um scotty and okay. his using barcode they started and then it just kind of now it's i mean they're doing amazing things now and houston in a way is coming like a little new york in terms of being a battle rap mecca and things like that okay okay so how was it back then like did y'all have like like how we had the street battles with like the j mills and the wretches just like running around in different areas and right. battling people did y'all have that kind of they had that's how i was in houston at first and then over time, as with any area, it got organized, and now it's like, you don't really see the street battles, everybody's like in the building, you know, okay. what we see now, that's what's going on. So who, who would you say from back then that at least, you know, that you know of that might have been running around that we know like today? Uh, okay, the, the people I think, you, the most popular one probably is Scotty, right? Okay. Because he's okay. been around for a while, and he's been, definitely had a pulse on um, there's nobody like, from the industry or anything? Nobody from the industry. I mean, we had, uh, what's his name? Um, Lil Flip. Okay. He's okay. been trying to support behind Lil Key. And then we always, they always get support from uh, Bumby. Okay. He supports it as well. So that, that's where it's been going. Okay. Okay. So what leads you to getting into battle rap yourself? Like, how do you become a fan of the culture? Um, honestly, I was, I was watching YouTube. Okay. In some type of way, uh, I think it was Verb versus uh, Hitman. It came on my timeline. I watched it. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, Sam, what's this battle rap?" So let me um, do some research. I was doing research, and I just fell in love with the battle rap. Okay. Just based off of that battle. Okay. Okay. So what leads to you becoming a member of RBE? Ah. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so after Hitman and Verb, I was like, "I gotta go to a battle rap event live. You gotta be in New York." That's where yeah. that's the birthplace of battle rap. The Mecca. The Mecca. <laughs> and um, shout out to my guy uh, Adam. He uh, he shot a blog about support, how you support leagues and things like that, and platforms. And it, it kind of hit me. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make Rarebee Entertainment my first event I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna buy a VIP ticket and just you know support them uh, fully. And so okay. when I went, it was there you go. Okay, so you just went there, you supported, and. What what was the conversation like just in terms of, oh, whatever you can say, but what was the conversation like in terms of you becoming an official member of the team? Okay, so after I, when I went, I was like, yo, Adam, man, I, I like the way he moves. I like the way the team moves, you know, because I, I didn't start, I wasn't an original member. And okay. so, um, you know, we just kept talking up, talking up, talking behind the scenes. And then, you know, he was like, all right, let's do a trial run. Let's see how it goes, me being a member and then how it went. And then... The way we all move, we just kind of we just clicked, and okay. ever since then, I've been there ever since, and I'm not we're not going nowhere. Okay, yeah. okay. Now, what what event was this that you uh, became? A this was uh, it was a battle with uh, where we had Mr. Mills versus Oops. Okay. We had uh, what's the main event for that battle? It was uh, we were supposed to have Math versus uh, Red, I think at that time. Oh, that was okay. During that time, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, so. 
you now run the one S case. Yep. How did that come to fruition? Uh, okay. So when we were doing events, you know, Adam hit me up. He was like, uh, I'm thinking, let's, would you, would you run this program called the 1SKs where we give one shot kill and I'm like, sure, I'll do it. And then since I decided to take over the program, it's, that's how it's been ever since. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you, what is your process in terms of how you choose talent? I know me and you have talked about, you know, this and I know you have like a real, I want to say strict, um, just certain specific things you're looking for. Like you're not just looking for anybody to rap. You're looking for specific things. So let's um, give a, a just a general idea to the people of what you're looking for when you look for talent. Okay, so one of the things I look for is I, mean, I looked at a battle. Like I, first of all, submit if you have battles, submit it to me. Um, Spam is uh, Twitter. Spam Twitter underscore just, RBE. Yep. Um, okay. I do watch I mean, all the footage and everything like that. So in the beginning, that's what I would do. I would review footage and things like that. Then I decided, you know what, let me get some, uh, let me uh, bring a partner on board to help me with this. And my first official partner is Robin Rhymes. Okay. She helped me with that and uh, shout out to her. And then, you know, things happen. New okay. person and my new person is Wing. Oh shit, shout out to Wing. Yeah, she's uh, helped along as well. And you know, so what we do is we just, again, look footage. I never, you know, take the time out watching. Usually I just watch like one round and okay. I can tell. And what I'm looking for is just that person that I can see hunger, talent, and maybe they just need that spotlight. And then that's how we go from there. Okay, okay. So over the years, um, you've definitely had a good amount of great 1SK battles. Um, definitely a bunch of notable talents. You've had people like, um, you've had CeeLo. Yeah. Um, you've had the most recent one, um, Dev the Demon versus... Larry Bull. Larry Bull, which was, to me, a classic. Like, that battle was incredible. Yeah. Like, for two people that I've never watched before, them two went crazy. Yeah. You know, um, what would be the next step after the 1SK? Like, how do you progress them afterwards? All right, so... COVID really kind of messed up some things, right? It slowed the process down. Mm -hmm. But the vision is, you do your 1SK, if you really, really show up, do your thing, we bring you back to like a three-round battle, and then hopefully we can progress you from a three-round battle and you just come back and be, you know, on, we just bring you from time to time to battle on our stage. We have done that in the past already. We did mm -hmm. it with Chip Gambino, MVP. Okay. Uh, we did bring back, like you said, CeeLo, and he battled Omega. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's just, that's the step, is to just bring them on and then, Bring back on, on to our uh, Just bring them back on. Okay. Yeah. Um, one thing I got to ask, what would you say is keeping a lot of the guys from going further in terms of like, okay, you had a 1SK, but making it to where now you're like a main event on RBE? I would say, uh, well, okay, so it's not just battling, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, everybody got bars. Everybody, you know, talent is there. But what do you do beyond that? Okay. Are you being relevant social media wise? Are you promoting yourself? Are you getting on, you know, making, putting yourself on camera where people can see you, fans get to know you? Are you doing those kinds of things? I think that's what, what the ones they need to do next is just continue to keep talking and, you know, tag the team, tag different people, get the bloggers to respond and carry, you know, things like that. And then okay. once, we, once you see that, then 
we have no choice but to bring you back. You know what I'm thinking? Okay. Yeah. Do you do is this something that y'all tell the guys or is this something that y'all expect them to just be able to like just pick up and so develop over time? Initially I was um I was kinda hands off with that. I was like, eh, I'm gonna let them figure it out. But now I do push on them like, hey, okay. Keep talking even, even even if nobody's really watching, but still talking, you know, talk promote yourself. Yeah, that, who's gonna be your best promoter? It's not me, I can't promote you, you gotta do yourself. That's true. You know, and that just goes for any battle in general, so yeah, if you, you need to send any guys my way to tell, let me, you know, give them that good pep talk, I'm more so than willing to do it. Because right. I, I feel like in battle rap, that's one of the things that's missing from a lot of the new guys. Like, just that hunger and willingness to just promote yourself. Like, if you're going to be in entertainment, it should be natural for you to want to get on camera and promote whatever you got going on. Like, it don't take nothing for you to... Everybody got cell phones. You yeah. can easily... Put the camera on in front of your phone, talk your shit, hey, I don't like this battler, I think I'll smoke you, blah, 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 and just, you know, upload it and get the people talking. But for some reason, it's like people don't do that. They just want to show up and battle and then just go home at the end of the day. But look, look at all your legends or, you know, top talent or top tier, quote, unquote, top tier in the game. Look at Charlie Clips. Look at Goods. What did they do at first? They're promoting themselves. They did skits. They did whatever it did to, you know, whatever it took to embrace and build their own fan base. You know yeah. Because sometimes you can... If you have your own fan base, they can demand, they can push us to be like, any doesn't matter, push any league, bring this person back. We want to see them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those are things that um, you know I think these battles need to do. Okay. Like what, or look at boxing, right? Yeah. Floyd Mayweather. If you look at Pretty Boy Floyd, Money Make Floyd, what did he do? He kept promoting himself. Dude is a billionaire. He made a billion dollars, and he still worked like, you know what? I gotta keep him on, keep talking about. You know, you know what I mean? Things like that. And, and it's funny, you know, the, the Floyd thing is always interesting to hear brought up because I think Floyd has some of, like, the most boring matches ever because all he does is run. And I, and I always said that, like, he's good on defense. He don't really go in, you know, for the kill and things right. of that nature. But the amount of shit that he talks leading up to the fight, it makes you want to tune in. Like, it makes you want to spend your $50 or $100 and buy the pay-per-view and see, yeah. okay, what is he going to do with this? Yep. And it's like he still remains undefeated. He still remains one of the highest paid. I think he is the highest paid athlete. Athlete all the time, yeah. With, yeah. Those, with his pay-per-views and look at Conor McGregor, the way he, you know. Yeah. Him. But one thing I'll say about Floyd, even though he talks all this shit and all this stuff, at the end of it, he's respectful at the end. Like, hey, it's all love. This is it. Yeah. 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 So um, how, how important is that for just the new class? Like, do you feel like it's going to continue to be a clear separation between them and the top tiers or do you feel like it's gonna be a point where it melds because it's like okay we're at a point where the newer guys can get battles against you know the top guys but it still feels like even if they battle the top guys and beat them the top guys are still the more revered and you know the ones that are more I guess because they're more visible they're, they're more visible but if that like the, the new tier if they keep promoting themselves at some point, you're going to build your own fan base. So no matter what happens, that fan base will have you back. And I think that's the way you combat that whole, okay, I just battled this top tier. He may still have the popularity, but I'm going to build my own popularity. You know, it'll build up that way, stuff like that. Okay, okay. Now, um, let me ask you this. Do you ever have the case of, I got one SK and now I'm Hollywood? Uh, you mean from the ballot? Yeah. E no, because I'm, I'm going to be fair. A lot of ones are really humble. Okay. You know, they get, I mean, it, it, Larry the Bull did a, uh, he just did a vlog on his situation, how he, and I, what, what I liked about it, I saw his hunger. 
Okay. You know what I mean? You could tell that he was hungry and he's talented anyway. Okay. And same with Dev. I mean, it was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes and they still showed up. So I do think with a lot of one of case, in general, they're, hum they're humble in general. And I like okay. that. You know what I mean? They're willing to listen. Now it's just a matter of them to, you know, I see the talent. Now they got to show them to what I see so other people see. Okay. Okay. So um, let me ask you this. Now that you have somebody like Wing on board, yeah. was, what is it that you expect from her in terms of what she brings to the table with one escape? Okay. So Wing played a major role in bringing uh, Larry Bull and Dev to my attention. Okay. Uh, she's like, Lawrence, you gotta, you gotta watch these guys. You gotta watch these guys. So I watch it. I'm like, oh, I see it. You know what I mean? Okay. So she helps me with the recruiting and stuff like okay. that. And trust me, she has, we, we're already collaborating for the next, whenever we do our next event, bring more one escapes and things like that. I mean, you can see, you know, and shout out to Robin Rons because she helped with that as well. You can see the progression of one escapes yeah. in terms of quality and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, because I think now, you know, considering where you first were with the 1SKs and then seeing like a Dev the Demon versus Larry Bull, it's like, okay, now it's getting better just in terms of the quality of battle. Yeah. Like it seems like, like they seem ready yeah. to yeah. go at it with, yeah. you know, some of the top guys. So. Yep. And yeah. I'm gonna give a shout out to Dev because um, he he came from Cali, he flew on the day of the event. So he didn't get a chance to even, oh, he came wow. straight from the airport to the event and he showed out. Battling I mean, with jet lag. Jet lag you know I mean? <laughs> but you saw, I mean, he, he did his thing, so shout out to him and Larry. Okay, okay. So let me ask you this. Throughout uh, all of the 1SKs, give me, I don't know if you want to do this, but I want your top five. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm a. Uh, I'm going to duck this question. Okay, right, okay. Start. I respect it. I respect it. I know you don't want to, you know. I'm going to take it. <laughs> nah, okay. but shout out to all the 1SKs, man. I mean, they all, I, I know each of them. I still remember all of them. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I try to keep in touch with them, you know, behind the scenes and just, you know, but shout out to all of them. Okay, okay. So, um, just beyond that, what is your, your role in RBE aside from the 1SKs? Like, um, just as much as you can do um, basically, you know, whenever we have an event uh, coming up, you know, I do give input into who I think, you know, like I always try and get my guy, the money's case, into the mix. I'm like, hey, let's bring this person up, you know what I mean? Okay. And then with the main event, you know, and other battles, you know, I'm not, you know, I get input on what's going on, you know, I get my thoughts and stuff like that. Okay. But, you know, they, um, Adam and Shata, they handle, you know, with, I do give input, but they're the ones that make the ultimate decision for that stuff. Okay. So the one SKs, I'm telling you now, you come to, you do your thing. Get at Adam and get a shot. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Get at them, okay? Right. Okay. So so is it kind of like a thing where it goes from, okay, you're bringing in the 1SKs, but then once they elevate, they're in contact with basically ARP and shots? And then shots, yep. Okay. Okay. So, um, shit, I'm going to uh, go off battle rap for a second because, right. you know, one of the things that we did talk about was um the whole trading yep. thing. And you yeah. said, you this is something that you're really like passionate about. Yeah. Um, you recommend the people get into it. So let's start from the beginning. Um, yeah. First of all, let's, let's cause you just opened my eyes to something. You were telling me that um, stock and currency trading are two completely different things. And I had no idea about that. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't know, you know, that tidbit of information. So, um. Explain the differences between both. Okay, so with stock, first of all, we're, we're talking about companies like McDonald's, Adidas, Nike. They have their shares. You could buy, you could buy or sell the shares. Okay. That's, that's companies. Currencies is more country versus country. So the U.S. dollar versus like the Great Britain pound, for example, or we got Great Britain pound versus the Aussie or the New Zealand dollar. 
So these are currencies of different countries. You can trade against each other, and that's the difference, basically. Between okay. Them. Okay. So how does stock trading work overall? Like, just in terms of like, how do you get into it? What are the steps? Uh, how do you invest? How do you get money from it? Like, what are those? Okay. So with the stock, it, it's really um, a matter of you. Like you sign with Robinhood, you can sign with E Trade, uh, Scott Trade, any of these companies you can sign up with, and then you just look at the company. You can do research. What do you think the company is doing? Are they doing something that you think they'll make their stock value go up? You can buy into it, and if it goes up, you can uh, you sell it, you make your money. But if you're wrong, you can lose that money. Okay. That that's how it goes with stock. Okay. So when when you do invest money. How is it like? Do you like? Let's say you invest. Uh, let's start some wish more. Let's say you invest like twenty dollars in the stock somewhere. Let's say um, you take the loss on it. First of all, how is the loss uh, calculated? Like, is there a certain amount of time that goes by, and it's just like, okay, you lost the twenty dollars, or you've profited off of it? Like, how? It, it depends on what kind of trade you're doing. So I don't want to get too technical, but yeah, yeah. it just depends on if you buy a company. If that company makes money during that time, it's on you to decide you want to hold that or if it goes against you, you want to sell out and keep some of the money so you don't lose everything. Because that's the one thing with stock, you can lose it all just like that. Mm. Whereas in trading Forex, which is different, you can take that same $20, but you can put out your risk, how much you think you want to put into it and not lose the whole amount because you're protecting your trades and things like that. Oh. That you can do in Forex, which is why I like currency trading. Okay. Okay. So yeah, you saying you like currency trading? Um, let's let's talk about the ins and outs of that. Like, how does okay. that how does that work? So currency trading, you know, there's so many ways to attack to to deal currency. But I'll say the first thing, um, go to uh, babypips.com. They have a free forex course. It's free, no charge. So you know what you're getting into. But in general, I think with the um, currency, it's just a matter of you determining which two currency pairs you want to play with, or in terms of trade against. So let's say U.S. dollar versus Canadian dollar. Let's say I'm saying, okay, at this time I'm reading some reports, I'm looking at the charts, and I feel like, you know, U.S. dollar is going to be more than Canadian dollar. So you're betting on that. You, you put money into that, and if it goes up, you make money along the way. Okay. And you can stop it, and you take a profit. But if you feel like the U.S. Canadian dollar is going to be more, then you just bet on the Canadian side of it. And then if that happens, you make more money, and you just get out that way too. Okay. So let me ask you this. How much weight does social media hold in the whole stock and trading things because I've seen like let me give you an example I've seen Ebro tweet something um I forgot what he tweeted it was something I want to say about Tesla mm -hmm. he tweeted something about it and people were angry as hell like to the point they took their money out of Tesla right. because they felt like it was going to take a loss and then I think the next day they did report that they took a loss. And what what was that about? Like, how does social media? How can tweeting something affect people? Okay, so buying can, stock. So that that's another thing with the stock market. News can affect it. And okay. Somebody like Trump sent out a tweet. It can kill. It can kill a stock or or make a stock go crazy in price. You know what I mean? Okay. So that is a thing. That's one reason why I don't like trading stocks because I know that. Any little news can affect it, and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm. You might be making money, and then all of a sudden something's tweeted out. You, <laughs> you're, you're, even all the profit you made is gone, just like that. So, so even somebody with me with an account as little as, like, I think I have maybe about 7,000 followers on Twitter. Okay. Let's say 
people are investing in Mazda. And I make a bullshit tweet that just happens to go viral. It's going to affect. It can affect. It depends what what the stock is. Mm -hmm. But definitely can be affected. I mean, if you're dealing with, let's say, uh, US 30. I know you heard of New York Stock Exchange. Yeah. Yeah. People actually trade that currency. As a currency, I can trade New York Stock Exchange. It's called US 30. News can really affect. That can kill your account just because of the news item. You know what I mean? Okay. So I don't choose to trade US 30. I mean, and as, as a currency trader, I can trade anything. I still trade stock, but I prefer the currencies because I know then, at the end of the day, if I'm doing my research, my analysis on it, I know I can pick this country, mm-hmm. even if, like, people say things are bad in the U.S., right? Which is true, things are bad. But I still can bet on the U.S. dollar against another country that might be doing worse in the U.S. Mm-hmm. and still win and make money and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. So let me, let me ask you uh, the difference between, like, for example, you have people who trade using phone apps yeah. and then you have people who have the whole five or six computer right. monitor setups right what's the difference between those two ways of operating okay so when you see someone with five different monitors it to me that just tells me that they're looking they're looking at the whole market as a whole okay they're looking for like they may see a setup on a particular pair and then they just go and and uh, play with that pair and try and uh, make money from that Okay. But then the person, like on the phone, in my opinion, they're just focused on one particular uh, currency pair. That's all they focus on. You don't need the big monitors because you know what you're looking for in that particular pair and you can go that way. Okay. Okay. Now, I know they have, um, I know basically Wall Street is like one of the primary places where everybody's doing trading and stuff like that. Um, I've watched Wolf of Wall Street. Mm -hmm. How is that? experience um just in comparison to being somebody who does it on your own whether you're doing the phone apps uh the monitors like what's the difference between that and the whole going to wall street and doing okay that? so wall street um any commodities they all fall, fall under this thing called forex okay so it's like i know everybody knows the new york stock exchange and that's big but the big the big big is forex itself you know okay. what i mean so it's like gotcha. So from Wall Street angle, it used to be back in the day, you had to have like millions of dollars to, to play in the market like that. Okay. But with the, the phone apps and the smaller, like what we see, it allowed people like you and me to get into the game at a fraction of what they have to pay. So then you can, at some point you can build up and then you'd be the six figure million dollar. You'd be that guy on Wall Street, even though you're not a Wall Street at home because you took the time and you built your account up that way. Okay. You know what I mean? And it is doable. You, you have to study, you have to, you know, because there's a lot of stuff going on in the industry, but it is very possible. Okay, so is, is it possible? Yo, that is killing me. But, um, <laughs> um, is it possible for someone to go from, let's say, just taking a risk and throwing maybe a couple of hundred dollars into the stock market, and then possibly becoming uh, somebody who's making six figures or millions of dollars off of the stock market? It's very possible. I mean, if you look, for example, Trump sends a tweet. Like he, um, it doesn't matter what company it is. If he sends out to me on a particular company or some celebrity, and you bought that stock, it can it can just go crazy. You made your money that you you know more mm-hmm. money you've ever seen just by you being in the right position for that trade or for that particular stock. So okay. yeah, it's possible. But there, if you there are ways to kind of, I'm not saying everything's 100, percent but you mm-hmm. can do what we call technical analysis on the charts. And if you do technical, like, it can kind of give you a guide. Okay, this is a safer bet to take this type of uh, stock or currency and you go from there. 
Okay, so in, in terms of that, just the um, whole analysis, what's the best way to watch what's going on with maybe a particular stock that you Um, Just watching news and social you media? Gotta, with, with stocks, you got to watch the news. So you have okay. to be on CNBC, you have to be on Bloomberg News. Um, you know, you have to be on those kind of sites. Just pay attention to what's going on, you know, before you want to buy into the stock. You know what I mean? Just so you have an idea. I still think you should go to like a course like babypips.com. Okay. And they'll teach you. How you spell it? Babypips, B-A-B-Y-P-I-P-S.com. Okay. And they have a free course that can give you more, so you have an understanding. Because you don't, you don't want to just, I mean, I could, I could tell you, okay, go get Robinhood app. Or go join E-Trade and just take a guess and throw money in. <laughs> you know, you could lose it. You might win, but it's yeah. really gambling. You know what I mean? Okay. Whereas okay. when you when you take the time out to learn, like the website I told you about, and then I, if you give it someone like me, I, you know, I don't charge. I, you know, I'll, do it, I'll give you help and point you in the right way what to look for so you can be successful in the market. Okay. So that's it. So that's it for No Mercy Subscribe. Y'all want to do Forex. <laughs> Go to babypips.com. I'll I, put the link in the description. That way, y'all can just click the description and go. And right I want to know if you did it or not because I went through the course myself. It's not. It's not a. It's this is not a quick one day course. Just take the time. If you really want to learn, take the time. It's worth it. How long? How, would, by, by how long is it? I would say it take. If you're serious about it, maybe about a week two. Okay. Um, okay. But after you do it, and I can verify you've done it, I would definitely help you free of charge because I believe that is my my passion anyway. Mm -hmm. I have no problem sharing my knowledge. Okay. I do that for you. Okay. Well. Y'all here because y'all better get it while it's free because I'm pretty sure once he become a billionaire, there won't be no freebies. Nah, it'll still be free. It'll oh, still okay. be free. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's, that's just my passion for Forex. There are a lot of people in the street who do charge and things like that, but that was one of the things I said to myself that, you know, once I'm successful, I'm not going to do it to other people. You don't want to keep the yeah. information. You want to just yeah. give it out to everybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, that, and that's a real commendable because, like I said, I've seen a lot of people that then blew up off of stocks and now they charging uh yep. eight fifty for a course and you know things of that nature and I'm like shit. <laughs> it must it must be worth the investment if they charge it. I'm not, I'm not mad at them. I get it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Everybody has their own different motivation. Yeah. But my motivation is to help you because I do feel like, you know, with what's going on in the world today, yeah. You gotta be able to make some money, you know, and trade current and the reason why I I like forex and trading currencies. Mm -hmm. Again, it doesn't matter what country is doing. This country may be, everything could be trash, but I could bet against this country with another currency and make my money, and, and it's recession proof. Okay, so how how bad did the pandemic mess with trading and everything like that? Like affect, how, how bad? Didn't affect me at all. Because mm. remember, country versus country. So being that every country is doing bad, it's like it's it kind of like, kept the play kind of kept the even, even playing field. I had to, okay. And I had to, let's say, let's say the uh, COVID was just in the U.S. and the U.S. was tanking. Well, since I'm trading currency, I just pick another country against the U.S. dollar, you know, mm. and I'll make my money. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So how long have you been doing this? I got into uh, Forex about a year, year and two months. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's that's pretty recent. Yeah. I um because I I don't know I was watching maybe something was on uh, Instagram or something like that and um I was like you know what's forex let me uh so I made some mistakes that's what I'm like <laughs> I came in thinking I know everything yeah I blew my account you know I blew, God, I blew thousands of dollars on it you know what, well, I mean? what what was the biggest loss you took uh biggest loss I took was two thousand dollars. Okay, and I'm not gonna ask you your biggest game before. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. But um, I see you got a nice watch on. So nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs>
Now you got to cut my watch. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... It, it, it's definitely one of those things that I've been seeing become more popular mm-hmm. um, as a recent, especially in the black community. Yeah. Like, it, it wasn't really something that I heard about, especially growing up. Yeah. I didn't hear, I thought it was strictly a white people, Wall Street kind of situation. And then now it's just everybody I've seen getting into it. Like, um, I see KG the Poet. Mm-hmm. He's actually about to start a podcast where he's, you know, um, going to be telling people, you know, I guess probably some of the best trades and, you know, just right. how to get into it overall. You know, you got you that, you know, have, mm-hmm. have gotten into it. So now I'm starting to see more black people start to... It was a, like a, a little secret in the mm-hmm. white community. That was their little thing. Okay. And then um, thanks to, you know, companies like, I mean, thanks to it, a lot of traders, a lot of successful traders come back and like, you know what, let's bring it down to the... People like me and you can get into the game, and mm-hmm. that's what's happened. And then you're seeing a lot of black people who are getting into it, understanding, having their own style of trade, and taking advantage of the situation. And that's it. So KG, shout out to you. I salute you for what you're trying to do. Just be careful, man. Make sure you have your disclaimers out there because <laughs> you give somebody wrong information. That's yeah. you know what I mean. But that's it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you: Do you think, uh, with minorities being able to get into trading, do you think it'll start to? Alright, alright, alright. Um, do you think it'll start to kind of close the gap financially in terms of races and everything like that? Uh, yeah, so I think the only race that matters is green right now. Okay. And I, and I believe that um, trading is an equalizer. It doesn't, it doesn't care about color. Okay. All it cares about, are you, are you winning or are you losing? And the one, that's all it cares about. That's okay. It. So to me, that is a, the, the great, the, the game changer for everybody. And that's why I encourage, look, Battle Rap fans, get into it. You know what I mean? Just take time, get into it. If you're not, as you're struggling at work and you're not really, you know, you're not making the money, you're not happy with what you're doing, you know, take, Battle Rap should be able to kill the market. They should be able to kill Forex. Mm. Why? Because they got to memorize bars. They got these things that they do. They, they, they put that same energy into studying and, you know, I mean, come on, they're, they're going to kill it too. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, and I know it's a ton of battle rappers that, you know, their finances ain't crazy. It's probably hard for them to get jobs. It's like, take some of that deposit, invest it into the stock yeah. market and, or, or, or the currency trading and, you know, see what you can get from it. Yeah. You know, it, it's yeah. only so much that, you know, you ain't even got to start huge. You don't have to put thousands of dollars. You can nope. start off with shit, a couple of hundred and, you know. A couple of hundred. You can, it, it'll take a little longer, but it's worth it because once you understand what you're doing, then you can put more money into it. You can take more risk, and you can grow and things like that. But yeah, if you're if you're struggling, man, like I'm telling you, this is this is where it's at, in my opinion. Okay, okay. And, and do you feel like it's something that you can probably stop working a nine to five if you like get really good at it? Yeah, you, you can definitely stop because what happened is once if you know what you're doing, you can take specific trades to set you up to where you can make X amount of dollars in a month. So. You know, I know people who trade, that's all they do is trade. And they don't trade every day. They look for that one setup, they make like five, six, seven thousand dollars easy, mm-hmm. and then they're done. And you think oh, wow. if you did on a weekly, I mean, it's just so many ways you can play once you know what you're doing. Okay, okay, yeah, because I know um, a long time ago when I was doing um, work in security and I was a supervisor, I had a partner um, who worked on the same shift with me, and he used to be just in his office all day. He's on the job, but he's doing trading yeah. while he's on yeah. the clock. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, and it even got to a point where he quit. I was like, shit, I guess he made enough money <laughs> from there. But remember, you don't need a whole lot to get into the game, you know, but mm-hmm. get into the game, in my opinion. I mean, I think that even if you lose your money, let's say you put $100 in and you lose it, 
you're gonna spend that anyway on something else. Yeah. You know I mean? And but before, and one of the good things about Forex, you don't have to put your money first. You can always they have apps where you can practice and do like you're using your real money, but you're not. And then you can see, okay, if I put, if I pick U.S. dollar, oh, this is what happened. If I pick Great Britain pound, this is what happened. You can always test out, which is what I recommend. We call it demo, like practice, practice, practice all the time before you put your real money into it. Okay. Okay, so um, let's get back to battle rap for yeah. a minute. Um, I, I do wanna wanna know what's next for RBE just in terms of like you know these next um few months because one of the things that's being you know the popular thing right now is the whole streaming wave. So yeah. you got URL on Caffeine, you got King of the Dot on Twitch, and you have some people asking what's gonna happen in terms of RBE. Are y'all gonna try to pursue one of these types of deals? Or y'all just gonna you know uh take over the YouTube market. Because right now, y'all are the biggest league on YouTube if you think about it, like not counting, you know, like the flip tops and right. stuff like that, but with URL and King of the Dot no longer dropping content on YouTube, y'all are pretty much number one at this point. Okay, so we're happy with YouTube. I know YouTube has changed in terms of paying and things like that, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, that's still a huge streaming platform. I yeah. know, I, I think I've read somewhere where some of the fans were talking like, well, they got Twitch, what's RB gonna do? We're fine with YouTube. You think about it, how we move, we don't move to what's popular. We just do what we what we wanna do, mm -hmm. and then we just let the, you know decide from there. I do think that um, you know, things are coming to our channel, things are major sponsors are coming our way. Mm -hmm. And when it does, you'll see, and then we'll okay. just go from there. Okay, okay. So um what's next in terms of events? Like I just had the mask on too. What what's the next maybe you don't have to give me a date or exactly that, but like maybe a month or something to I'm, expect. Um, I'm just gonna say we got some coming up. That's okay. all I have to say. That, yeah, that, that means they got some some big shit. You going know how on. we do. One SKs, be ready. I'm just saying. You know, if you get the call, me and Wing we watching. That's all I'm saying. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um. And shit, I don't even think I have much more to ask. Um. Cause you, you know one thing about you, I noticed that you don't really take part in like a lot of the controversy that's going on. Like right. a lot of the, the shots that come towards RBE and stuff like that. You Normally you see ARP mm -hmm. jump in front of the camera and deflect all that. How hard is it for you to stay silent and not say anything when you know a lot of this stuff is going on? Uh, I, because <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got other things I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Forex market, right? I trade. I mean, you know, there's other, other things that I do outside of battle rap. Okay. So it really doesn't allow me to really get caught in the, in the mix of life, you okay. know what I mean? But I do, and it helps to have a front man like Adam, <laughs> take the shots. He's big enough, he can take the shots and all that stuff. Um, we'll and I'm always going to support him no matter what. You know, yeah. like, but that, that's just how it goes for all of us. I did see um, <laughs> you were in the, the recent blog. But okay. um, you know, we had to address you know everything that was going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, what what was your your feelings about that whole situation? Just in terms of you know how that whole thing panned out. I felt like um, I just I just found it weird that Norris even we weren't we were minding our own business, we were relaxed and chilling, and he just mentioned it. it was just like, wow, dude, you've been trying to <laughs> you, you've been tearing us down, taking shots and everything, and we still like okay. So we responded, but we moved on. You know, yeah. shout out to North. Now wishing them a success. Okay. That's what we did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But um, I mean, shit. That that's pretty much it. Um, let them know all your contacts, how they can reach you. Okay. Um, Lawrence RBE everywhere. Um, Wing as well. She's um, just look up Wing on Facebook. You'll find her. Um, the team RebelEnt.com. 
you know, hey, you still got the VLD up from my last event. If you want a copy, go for it. Um, again, babypips.com if you want to learn Forex. And that is my pledge to No Mercy and all your subscribers is if you I do it, that. I'll teach you for free on how to, you know, dodge in your way and then we'll go from there. Okay. Um, and last thing, um, I do, I could have sworn you, you started your own YouTube channel. Um, yep, I did. So what, what's the plan for that? Are you going to start blogging or is it going to be more of an outlet for like the one that in? I'm uh, on my YouTube channel. I'm really, I'm thinking I'm transitioning to just um, Forex, like okay. to help people because I do, I really do believe yeah, that. Yeah, you, <laughs> you blog the Forex. I believe I'm that like, it's, it's so important. Like you guys know what I mean? It's really, really, what's coming down the, in the economy wise, you're really going to have to be armed and you're going to have to decide like, okay, what, what else are you going to do to do it? Even if you don't like Forex, at least take time to learn it. Or you can trade stocks, the same thing. You can apply the same principles to mm -hmm. both situations. But you're going to need something, I believe, um, regardless. So, that's it. And, you know, one, one thing about you is that um, you're one person who I trust your words. Like, when you tell me, like, you know, yo, this Forex thing is something that you need to get into, it makes me feel like, you know what, you're, you're somebody, like, some people will, will, will say it, but you don't get the feel that they actually know enough about it to where they can really have a an accurate assessment on it. But coming from you, I feel like it's definitely one of those things that you know people yeah. should you know start to get into. And I'm definitely gonna be reaching out. You know, like I said, I just downloaded the Robinhood app yesterday. Um, I want to start you know getting the basics and learning about it. I'm gonna definitely go to babypips.com yeah. and um, take the course and just learn. And then once I'm done with that, then. I'm gonna reach out. You have nothing to lose. Cause think about it. You pay. Hey, you become a millionaire from this. Man. Trap house versus next level. What you just had? Trap house versus we go hard. Y'all. Oh have that, man, right? the, the so unity joint. Unity joint. So imagine somebody having, or you put two hundred fifty thousand to the winner. Do it again. Winner gets all. You know what I mean? That's how you can help battle rap and things like that. So. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that that's gonna be the plan. So um, this was No Mercy TV podcast. This was Lawrence from RBE. I appreciate you pulling yep. up and coming through. Yep. And um, I'll be at y'all soon, man. No Mercy Trap New York shit. NoMercyTV.com. Shout out to the sponsors, Black Box ENT. Make sure y'all go to the website. Get y'all some No Mercy TV bandanas. You know, I don't like doing all of the masks and <laughs> stuff like that. You know I, that. I do. I do want to shout out the team, Adam, Shata, <clears throat> and I see you. Um, salute to Wing.